What's up, guys? I'm here with Goddess Mikey. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. I was actually, I was like, shit, let me go ahead. You come highly recommended. So I was like, let, and you've been highly recommended for a while. I was like, well, I don't know. I was like, I couldn't figure out how I was going to ask you to come, but you said yes. I was really shocked. So I'm happy to have you. Yeah, I love, I love doing stuff like this. So I'm definitely down. It should be fun. It should. First of all, because I realized I need to start asking this. Is your name really Mikey? Um, well, my middle name is Michael. Okay. Um, yeah, my first name is Deshaun. But growing up, like, when I went to high school and shit, I went to high school with a bunch of, like, racist people. So Michael was just easier. It just prevented a lot of bullshit. So, yeah. And where are you from? Um, I'm from Queens. I'm from New York. Um, but I've been in Atlanta for a really long time now. I started doing music in Atlanta. But I'm going to New York. Ooh. So you started doing music in Atlanta. When, okay, at what age were you when you wrote your first rap? Oh, um, I was probably like 10 years old. I used to, like, when we was in New York, we used to have, like, not shit to do, like, no TV, nothing. And we used to just sit around and freestyle. And I think the first rap I ever wrote was, like, over 50 Cent's Wanks to Beat. I oh, remember shit. that. Okay. Um, so I've always, yeah, I've always liked rapping. Damn, that, that's a high bar. You know, usually people start writing to something big. That's actually really impressive. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, I just like, I like, I really like music. Um, I think nowadays it's something that people use as like a, uh, like they have like Insta baddies now. They have Instagram models. Now I feel like we have Instagram rappers and that's like what they do to make their money. But like, I just, I like making music. I've always liked rap. I've always liked rapping. So yeah. Okay. So do you consider yourself like an Instagram rapper? No, because I've done things outside of Instagram. Um, <laughs> I think that, no, I, I really do consider myself an artist. And I think that it just so happens that I am a little popular on the internet. But I would do music even if I didn't have a single follower. Like, I've always just liked it. So I don't really consider myself that. I'm trying to actually, in the process of disassociating from all things internet rapper, like, I just want to be away from all that. <laughs> so, I, that's, okay. You know what? You kind of served me the ball, so I feel like I have to ask the question. I saw you tweet something, I'm paraphrasing. You are thinking of taking a break, or I don't, I felt like you were quitting, but I don't know. I, I did use our quitting. Um, okay. And I mean, I guess I could have used a different word, but I mean, I'm going to take a break. Um, they're just tired. Like, my foot is always on people's necks. And that's just real shit. But you never want to get to the point where, you know, if, if everything I'm doing, people are just always like, great, 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 great. Like, no, I want, like, I don't know. I just wanted to feel more of a connection um, from my listeners with my music. And so I just want to take a break and really, like, make some shit where it's just not always the same like yes great okay i want bitches to be in the comments like oh i felt that i felt that when you said this or i connected to that so i'm just kind of taking a break to focus on like my craft and my art and not just kind of like putting shit out just to put shit out you know okay so this is like kind of like one of those like life experience breaks where you go like you live a little and you come back and you're like yeah you know, i, I like, went through this fuck? okay like, I'm playing beats and I'm like, damn, I don't have shit to talk about right now. And I feel like if you don't have shit to say, then just shut up. Like, you don't, you don't always have to do shit. Like, I'm not going to force a song or force a mixtape or force anything. All right. Your mixtape, that's actually a good question. Or I want to make sure I'm phrasing it correctly. Cult Classic, that, that's a mixtape or that's your album? Yeah, that's a mixtape. I've never, like, thought about making an album. But, you know, with streaming and shit now, everything is just, you, there's not, like, a section title mixtape <laughs> when you upload it, it it all looks the same when we look at it i agree okay so what what can what brought you to the idea of titling it that and i i'm assuming that the reference for the cover is kill bill yeah kill bill is like my favorite well okay pro classic i feel like really mirrored my audience my like my fans the people that listen to me it's not like i log on every day and it's fucking thousands of people like oh my god we need your music like no I just, like, I have this very, like, small, select group of people that really fucking fuck with my shit, buy all my shit. And it's, like, the same thing with the cult classic movie. Like, those movies, like, Friday the 13th or Scream, or those movies where it's, like, they're classics, Pill Bill, they're these things, but only, like, a small, they have, like, a niche audience. And so I felt like that's the kind of same shit I push with my music. 
cult classic films are normally very like over the top, dramatic. They don't take themselves too seriously. So, I mean, that's like, I feel the same way. Like I will say whatever I want to say in a rap. I can make it sound good, but I don't know. I just, I've always grown up on cult classic films. Quentin Tarantino is my favorite director. He's made a lot of classics like Pulp Fiction. Um, so I was just really inspired by that. Just as I grew up watching. Kill Bill is actually my number one favorite movie. So like I saw the picture, the imaging and I was like, okay, let me really get into this. And that was such a, it was so hard to, I did all that shit myself. Like it was just so, yeah. Oh, hold so on. you did it all yourself? So, okay. Let me ask the first question because I was really curious. Are you holding like is that an actual sword or like? What? Yeah, it is a sword. Um, it's a my my youngest. Well, not my youngest brother, but one of my younger brothers is weird like that, and for some reason he has a sword. Um, and I was like, <laughs> let me use that real quick. Um, but yeah, the actual like, of course, obviously I didn't take my own photo, but the the editing, all the cover, I did all the shit on my phone. Um, I'm like very picky, so I had people working on it. And just, it wasn't looking how it looked in my head. So I just went on YouTube and learned some things and then went on my phone and recreated it. That's kind of how the cover got made, honestly. Okay. And I see that you added a deluxe to it. What made you, and that was actually what, like in the last few weeks that you added the deluxe, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, um, because I knew I was done. Like, I knew I was okay, done. That's where I was getting along to. Okay, so I was like, did you... You were like, I just had these last couple songs, and I'm like... Yeah, there were songs that either were supposed to be on the mixtape, or they were and then got replaced with the better songs. So I was just like, well, let me just put it all out there. So, you know, there's no other questions. Like, this is the full, complete version. Um, like, the intro that's on there now is the original intro that it was supposed to be. So, I don't know, it just felt more complete. Um, I know people really enjoy listening to my music, so I was just like, here y'all go, because... For the next couple months, y'all can just leave me alone. <laughs> Listen to that shit for a little bit. Oh um, gosh, okay. Just like a just like a conclusion to the mixtape. Literally, it's so funny because we were a little late getting um together, and I had just finished top to bottom listening, so I'm like, it's all still fresh in my head. Okay, so what was your what's your like top song or song? Well, I'm a Marcus stan, so my favorite song is Icebox, but. I feel like that was like, that's too easy of an answer for me to give. So really, really pushing myself. I liked Nasty. Everyone really likes that. Like, you know, that song had to grow on me. I wasn't going to put it out, but I was just like, you know, let's do it. <laughs> I don't know. It, I resonate with it. It really, it makes me feel on a level I think I should feel at, feel like I'm at more often. You just feel like that. Are you black? <laughs> yeah. You know. Okay, I didn't yes. want to say, like, you feel like that nigga, and then, I, you know, these days, I don't want to get canceled, so, all right, but yeah, that's my goal, when you listen to my shit, you just feel like that nigga, like, that's the energy I try to put into my music. I'm so weak, I, I'm glad my camera's off, because you can't see, I'm like, blush red, because I'm like, I've never had anybody ask, are you black? <laughs> and I think it's just so funny, but yes, um, what's your favorite song? Um, my favorite song is probably Princess Mononoke. Um, I, wait, can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Okay, yeah, that's my favorite song um, because it was my most fun doing like the production, all the little like high-pitched voices. I just put a lot of work into that song. Um, and it was something I never, a lot of my songs, I may have gone through something and I'll record it like a long time after or some shit. But in this instance, like I think I had, was dealing with this guy like that I really liked for a long time and like finally like he like, took a chance on me and so that's what the song is about it's like you know when you bag the nigga that you want or the bitch or you know the man for the ladies you just bag that person that you want and I actually got to record a song in the moment when it happened so I, I always like have a connection I guess to that song um the rest of my songs they're really kind of like I go through some shit and then weeks later I get to recording about it. By the time I record about it, I probably don't even give a fuck about what I'm rapping about. But, you know. Okay, so I know that you're an anime fan, so I feel like I can't let you just be here and not ask, what's your favorite anime? Um, my favorite anime is Death Note. I feel like, I don't know, like I feel like that's a cliche answer, but I really love Death Note. I remember, um, between Death Note and Naruto, but I would I would say is um like, they're, uh, they're like, Death Note, okay, Naruto is my number one. Death Note is just like, I feel like it's better, but it, it's so short. 
But um, Naruto, like, I'm a big Naruto fan. I play the games. Like, I'm really good with the games, actually. That's the only fighting game that I'm good at, and it's only because I know the characters in the game. So I love Naruto and Death Note. I, I, I can't really pick, but I would say I spend more time in the Naruto world. Like, <laughs> I follow some of the little fan pages. No, I think that's actually so funny because if you would have said, like, some wild out there anime, I would have had no idea what was going on. So I'm like, you said two, and I'm like, I've seen both. And I've seen Nar- Naruto just about in full. So I'm like, I have an idea of what's going on. But had you said something else, I would have been... Oh, yeah, when they be saying all this other shit, I'll be like, no, that's... After Naruto, I didn't need any more anime. Okay, I found my legends that I was going to stand. I didn't need to watch anything else for me. I was like, this is this is it. So anything that's not Naruto or Death Note, maybe a little Dragon Ball Z, I don't know shit about. I'll be real. <laughs> but okay, I but am. see, I'm a Dragon Ball Z fan. Like, Dragon Ball Z, now that... I can get with somebody on Dragon Ball Z. Like, I can really listen. Naruto. Dragon Ball Z is just so long. Like, I don't know why. Like, because Naruto is really long, too. But Dragon Ball Z, I used to really like it as a kid. And then, I don't know. Like, I, Naruto came in the picture and just, just stole the show from me. I don't know why. That's crazy. It's My brother actually says the same thing. Like, I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. He likes Dragon Ball Z, but he's like, Naruto is it. Like, you give yeah. him a choice. And I'm like, Naruto is so long, and like, I got lost so early in it, and it took so long for me. But to- you know, they do a good job of like making sure you're connected to all the characters. Whereas, I don't know, I'm, I'm only saying this half ass because I haven't really got into Dragon Ball Z as much as I could. But I just feel like Naruto, like, everybody had their storyline played out to the full extent. And I like that. I hate when I watch a show, even if it's not anime, and you know, like, they have plot holes, or you'd be like, well, what happened to this character? They just no longer in the show no more? Like, where are they going? Naruto, <laughs> they they summed it up for everybody. If niggas needed to die, they died. If whatever the fuck happened, they showed you everybody's ending, and I love that. I love when shit comes full circle. Okay. Whew. Now, this is the honest room, so obviously I have to ask you some questions that are going to require a bit of honesty, so... I already ran me the disclaimer earlier, I'm so let's always get honest. Let's get to it. All right, you're a rapper. Um, from what I see, it looks like you have a large fan base, or like a lot of people support your music. Do you feel like you're very supported when it comes to your craft? Do you say that last part one more time. Do you feel like you're supported, very supported, when it comes to your craft? Um, yes and no. I really love the people that support my music, but there is like obviously like a blatant like overlooking of me that I've already had confirmed from people that are a little higher up in the industry. But um, I would say I support, like the people that support me that I see every day, they mean the world to me. Um, But I do, there's basically now everybody has a friend who raps. Like when I first started rapping, I think the only gay people that I knew that were rapping, I think there was, there was the Mickey Blanco person that did work with Pussy with Tiana Taylor. I remember him or her, I'm sorry. I remember her. And then there was Cakes Tequila and I think someone named Big Mama. Those are like the only three gay rappers I knew. Um, and so now, I feel like now everybody has like a friend who's a gay rapper. Like they have their friend and they feel like, I can only support my friend. You pulling all, but I can only repost my friend's work. And I don't know why it's like that for gay rap, but that's just what it is. So when it comes to do I feel very supported in my craft, um, I feel like people tolerate me. Um, I feel Damn, like I do a lot of actually, things. That's I mean, really I'm, I'm, I'm very answer. honest. I'm very honest. Oh, and I'm shit. very self-aware. I'm very self-aware. Um, I feel like people tolerate me. It's it's almost like uh, you know that your friends are mediocre. You know that I'm better, but because it's your friend, you're gonna support your friend over me. But you'll tolerate me. You ain't never gonna disrespect me. You ain't never gonna disrespect your craft. Like I, nobody's ever just came out and been like, "Bitch, you suck." You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Anybody ever did that? But it's just always <laughs> gave like, well, I can't really fuck with you. You're you're too cocky. And it's really annoying because I feel like straight men, they get to like in the industry, they get to say they're the best. They get to say all this shit, but but let you motherfucking get up on somewhere and be like, I'm the best at whatever. Bitches on your motherfucking neck. Everybody should feel like you're the best at what the fuck you do. I don't give a fuck if you're baking fucking pies on the side of the road. Boom. Bitch, you better I, be the best pie baker ever. Stand in that. I feel like everyone, if you do something and you don't feel like you're the best at it, I don't feel like you should be doing it. Like, I feel like every anything you do, you should feel like I'm the best. I personally like all the rappers I listen to to feel like they're the best because you can tell from the quality. When people don't feel like they're the best, it shows. It shows and, and people can sniff a weak bitch a mile away. 
I know that I can. So for me, um, a lot of times when people come for me or people do shady things or weird things, I'd be like, bitch, you have to remember who you are, who I am. I'm confident in myself. I do everything my goddamn self. One thing, like I have two friends, two gay friends. Other than that, every, every fucking body else that you ever see repost my music is genuinely, I found your music some way, some shape or form. These aren't people that, oh, we friends, so I'm gonna support you. No, it's like, bitches, I found you because you came across my Spotify algorithm or you did this, you did that, and I fuck with your music. A lot of these bitches, they don't believe in themselves, but they have friends that gas them up. But the thing is, when, when, you, when it's time to rap, when it's time to get on a beat, when it's time to get on the song, these bitches are always just very lackluster, less than. That's just okay. the motherfucking truth. And this- anybody, anybody say that I'm lying, you a lie because once I'm sorry, like you really just hit a nerve. Like the thing is with a lot I of these tell. bitches, the thing is a lot of these, and the thing is I don't really like, there'll be times where people may catch me go on a tangent and I really do try to keep it as cute as possible. But it's like after so much shade and all this shit, you do get tired. Like you just get tired. It's a lot of shit that goes on. I don't even want to say behind the scenes. A lot of these bitches don't have a scene to be behind, but just a lot of slick shit. <laughs> A lot of slick shit, a lot of slick shit be happening. I'll be like, my nigga, but when it, when it comes down to the wire, you cannot rap or either of these niggas. Every nigga's coming for me that rap in their fucking, um, their closet. And the thing is, I used to rap in my closet too. But bitch, you ain't never catch me out here motherfucking rapping in my motherfucking closet coming for a bitch who ain't. You ain't that's never like, play your motherfucking role. Hold that's on, now, hold on. Now I got to get in because I have, I'm bookmarking the questions I was just about to ask you. I'm going to go off of what you just said. Well, here's my... Thing. I've always had this question. Rappers, y'all's thing is that y'all rap. So the production, the mixing and all of that, that's not really, I mean, that's part of the song. That's part of, I guess, the musician of it all. But isn't what's most important from you guys, the bars? Yeah, it is. But bitch, ain't nobody finna, ain't up listen to this is it. A motherfucker, I, I never sat up on Twitter and said, oh, I'm the best motherfucking lyricist. A bitch can't do this. A bitch, well, yes, I have. But I'm self-aware to know there's probably a crackhead somewhere on the street that can rap for motherfucking days off the top of his motherfucking head. But bitch, if you are not able to be the full package and deliver your shit and release your motherfucking shit and release quality, the fuck, it doesn't fucking matter. And that's what people don't understand. Yes, bars, bars do matter, but you also have to be self-aware. We're in fucking 2020. We're in 2020 right now, and niggas is making songs about damn or coochie loud, going viral for shit like that, all types of dumb shit, because they're presenting a fucking product. So it, it, it's, you have to be business-minded too nowadays. It's not, it's, this is not fucking 1990, where you're rapping on a staircase and somebody see you and be like, oh yeah, let me sign you. Nowadays, if you want to get a sign, a deal, money, you have to you have to already come to these labels, the fuck, correct, self-sufficient, able to have your own engineer, have your own shit. That's what people don't get. So when bitches talk shit about me or feel like they should be in a place that I'm at, literally the only difference between me and you is my motherfucking work ethic. Cool job. And, that, and, that's, and that's just motherfucking facts. One thing about me, because I like what I do, I've been in the studio every motherfucking week. And that thing is, it don't cost, it really don't cost that much to be in the motherfucking studio. So when bitches talk shit and they are rapping in their closets, in their basements, into their cameras, but never release anything, what the fuck are you doing and where do you really want this to go? Because when I really wanted this shit, my nigga, I went on Google and just found a fucking studio and just showed the fuck up by my damn self. Like, what's up? I'm, I'm here to record. I don't know shit about recording, but I'm here. Because I wanted the shit. I like the... Let me ask, what's your sign? I'm a Taurus. It, it's giving very Taurus energy. Like, I, that... Everything, you, it just gave very Taurus. Very... I respect... But I respect it. Now, this is actually a bit of a change of direction. Um, who inspired you to rap? I would say there were, like, two moments that inspired me to rap. Um, when I was younger, like I said, my brothers, my dad, they always used to rap... Um, my dad, especially like being born and raised and growing up and living in New York for so long, he would always be around rappers. So rap was just always a culture for me. So I always just, I like music. Like I started doing chorus and singing, but my ass can't sing. So what the fuck else am I going to do? I'm a rap. That's where the fuck, like for me, like in middle school and shit, like I knew I couldn't sing. I failed every fucking audition. I don't know why my ass used to think I could sing fucking Halo by Beyonce. I'm just making a fool of myself in choir class. And But then... <laughs> I just started to listen to, I, like growing up, I listened to um, a lot of Jay-Z, a lot of 50 Cent, um, a lot of Foxy Brown. Lil' Kim was kind of like played like on the radio here and there. 
Um, but just those like that New York style, like back in the day, like it just seemed like there were these like hip hop royalties, like Biggie Smalls, Tupac, Foxy Brown, Lil Kim. It's just like these. Just I just was inspired to just be a part of that. That, that that's such a cool thing. Like and just knowing that how tied in rap is to Black culture, I was always going to be a part of it. Um, but honestly, the two people that made me like I heard them and I was like, damn, I want to really make some shit. Was Nicki Minaj and Kanye West. Um, I would say both of those are like a big staple for me and making making me want to rap for real. I I so you because when you rap okay so listening to you talk because I've never heard you talk before but I've heard the music that it's a very interesting contrast because you have such a very um like deep like bass heavy rapping voice and it actually reminds me of the people that you named so I think that that's really interesting. Yeah, it's like um it's like playing pretend for me to rap. Um, it's, it's, it's more, that's why I say when you said like, isn't the most important thing bars, bars is definitely important, but even like, imagine if I was rapping in my normal voice, like bitches would be like, get the fuck, like who you shooting bitch? Who, 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 who? So okay, a lot of well, times, and when you meet a uh-huh. lot of rappers, their voice doesn't sound like, like if you think of Nicki Minaj, she has a very like nasally, you know what I'm saying? Like normal voice, but when she raps, everything is very clear. Everything is very enunciated and pronounced correctly. Kanye West's voice, he has this kind of like asshole voice he raps in. And so I don't know, like it's just all apart, like the cadence, the voice inflection, there's more things to rap than just metaphors and punchlines. That brings a really good question. So when you rap, are those your experiences that you've had, experiences that you've seen, other people's experiences that they've told you about and you most of, my shit, most of my shit is either shit I've been around to see or shit that, yeah, yeah, I've been around to see or I've seen. Nothing that I've ever motherfucking rap about like nigga. I I do have niggas that will shoot you niggas, and that's just it. And, <laughs> hold on, and, not me. Not, not hold, hold, hold. Oh, not me. I'm oh. not. I'm not niggas getting the. Well, no, I'm saying. Oh. I'm saying when I when I rap about stuff when I say I got niggas that's gonna fuck you up, nigga. I do, and that's they a really funny, funny thing. That's a funny thing. Like with I think that the the ironic I guess thing about being a gay rapper is that once the thing the title gay is on you, you automatically get labeled as soft or um, weak or just, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just associate you with something that's not hard, that's not gangsta. And I know plenty, like, when I came out back in the day, when I was 18 and shit, and I seen some shit that's some gay, like, y'all see them shits on, on video that them gay niggas be doing to each other. Gay niggas are crazy. We are hard, okay? And people sleep on us. So when gay rappers be rapping about hard shit, people be like, oh, but you're gay. Y'all know y'all see them fucking videos, bitches getting dink, dinked upside the head with a fucking Hennessy bottle. Y'all know y'all see that shit. I've been to plenty of gay parties and niggas aired that shit the fuck out just like if it was a straight party, guns and all. So it's just funny <laughs> oh, to me. Shit. It's just funny to me that, and maybe that may be because I live in Atlanta, but like I have seen that shit. I am. No, that was that like, shit. that's a very different experience. I'm like, I, I definitely, I will agree. Like, I've, Gay niggas can definitely be hard. I'm not, I 100% agree with that. I was like, now I ain't never seen, knock on wood, no gay niggas air no bitch out. But I'm not, I'm sure it happens. You know, we are able to get licensed. I'm sure these girls are licensed to carry and ready to shoot. Um, I've seen it in Atlanta with my own eyes. So, I don't know. Like, I've I've always, like, all the gay niggas that I fucked with, whether I dated them or we were friends, like, I rode with some hard-ass niggas. So, it's just so funny to me, like, People will be like, oh, is you really about the shit that you rap? Ask anybody that's down here. I'm fucking crazy and I'm with the shits. I didn't calm down a little bit, but I used to be with the shits doing whatever the fuck I had to do. Step to anybody, it didn't matter. So the point is, when you listen to my shit, you should be scared. You should, what the feeling that you get, that that threat, because that's the thing. It, for something about my music and something about me just really brings out this threatened persona from a lot of these rap niggas and it's like I, I never fought them you should be threatened because i mean every fucking thing that i say in a motherfucking song your music definitely makes me feel one of two ways i need to be in an all-black car black tents for my baby guy in the passenger seat or i need to be doing some shit and feel like i'm amazing top tier so i definitely can agree with that um okay this is actually just a question that as i was watching the so you're on the song Back and Better with Noel Nix and Isaiah C. You weren't in the video. Was that like just a scheduling thing or why weren't you there? Oh yeah, it was just a scheduling thing. Um, my thing is outside of rap and shit like that, I do work a nine to five. So for me, I was like, shit, I got bills to pay. Okay, like I, now that, 
that actually is a perfect segue. Do you make money off your music? I do, but everybody should be. I was making more. Okay, so I make more money doing feature requests, um, and I make more money. Well, before coronavirus, I made most of my money performing here in Atlanta. Like I used to perform a lot, and so that's where the more majority of the music, the money from music, comes from streams. Um, unless everybody switched to title and stream, like if if title is the only thing that pays fucking good ass fucking money, but nobody uses title, and it's so frustrating. I, I've been trying to get this podcast real title exclusive base, but nobody has titles. So I mean, like at that point, like damn, like yeah, you're Nigga, making title more money, pays but so you, good. I get I one invoice from title, and the thing is, because nobody listens to title, I don't get my like Apple Music and Spotify. I get my invoices every like monthly. Title, I may get it every couple of months, but when that title shit drop in my fucking bank account, I'm like lit. Let's pay some motherfucking bill. But honestly, the one that pays Apple Music pays me. Uh, it pays reasonable because, you know, people still can buy your shit. I always try to encourage people, don't stream. Like, if you're gonna, if you're an iTunes user, do not stream your faves music. Like, buy it, too. Like, buy it. Because that $9.99 or whatever, they're going to get that shit. But when you stream shit, they're getting, like, we're getting a percentage of a percentage of a percentage. Mm. Like, I'm talking, like, less than a penny per stream. I, okay, so... Obviously, as somebody that occupies a streaming space, I can agree to that as well. Like it, that streaming chugger—it's cute, but it's not really like you have to figure out another way to really get it. If that, yeah, I mean, crowd. music just became yeah. very commercial once streaming came in. It was kind of like the rise and fall for certain shit in music. The fall was niggas making money off that shit for real. The rise was anybody can do it, and I do, I am thankful for that because now we have all of these different websites you can distribute your shit without having a distribution deal so it, it did make it easier to be an independent artist but it also kind of made it a little harder to well hard as fuck to make actual money from the streams so I, you're really insightful I actually i'm actually thoroughly enjoying speaking with you um whew, i have a bunch of questions down <laughs> so you're going to take a break um do you have a plan on when do you plan to come back like top of the year, end of the year, or what does that plan um, look like? I really don't know. I'm very moody, so I could be in the mood. So, like, my mood could just switch, and I could be like, fuck it, like, break over, drop some shit, or I could stay in the mood I'm in now and just stay on a break. But, I mean, I have music ready. I just didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, was, I wasn't ready to move on to the next thing yet. Like, I almost, I have this weird fear of running out of ideas. I see a lot of bitches where they do really good, they're good, they're good, and then they just run out. They don't pace themselves, you know? So I just was like, there's no, I'm not in a rush to drop another project. I'm not in a rush to do shit. Let me just fucking chill. And when I come out, I want the next shit to be even bigger and better, you know? Absolutely. Like, I, I actually 100% agree about the pacing is really important and it's important also to bask in the moments of your success and just really let it resonate with you. Um, and I actually, I admire the fact that you're willing to take a break because I know oftentimes with artists, they feel so obligated to continue, you know, just like, oh, I put something out. It's been three months. I need to put something else out. So I admire that you're comfortable enough in your skin to really just take a break and focus on you and get those experiences and really yeah, yeah, definitely. That's I mean, that's exactly how I felt. Um, I know everyone, no matter how confident you are, like everybody has those like intrusive thoughts, just those thoughts. And I just had I was starting to get those about music. And I was like, OK, this is a sign that I should just take a break until I enjoy it. Like, I just really I don't know, like I enjoy making the music. But as far as releasing it and dealing with that whole like I got to promote, I have to go do some features. Like everybody knows the process when the sound drops the music, you know, you got to. Go shoot a video for something for your lead. You got to do a couple features, get your name out, generate some motherfucking buzz and shit. Honestly, outside of that shit, like I was doing so many damn features and the money was good because it's not cheap to have me on your song. But it's like, damn, I'm finding myself like if you just I'm just writing shit, writing shit, writing shit, writing shit, writing shit, throwing out these features. Half of these motherfuckers ain't even putting the motherfucking features out for one. And then two. I was just like, damn, like you finna, you finna burn yourself out. Like you're just at this point. Like I was like, let me just, let me just fall back, 
be a little bit more selective with how I move, whether I'm featuring with other people or releasing my own music. Because for for a little bit, it just wasn't fun for me. I can't really explain it, but there's just this this weird pressure that people put on you. Like if they see other gay rappers doing something, next thing you know, you got to worry about if you log on to Twitter, somebody will be like, like people tag me, for example. They'll be like, who's who's some favorite gay rappers? Or people will say gay rappers suck, and then they'll be like, oh, but God is Mikey is my fave. He's good, get into him. And then, you know, you got bitches replying, uh-uh, fuck that bitch. I don't listen to gay rappers. <laughs> and you get you do get tired of it. So I was just like, I need a break. Like y'all niggas are draining. Everything is just draining me. Let me just recharge for a second. And I'm confident in my abilities and in my art that I can take a break because I haven't seen shit. Nothing, nothing that I've seen from anybody else has made me just feel like, oh, let me get back out there. Like, no. Oh, shit. Damn. Okay, so that that brings a handful of questions that I have and that are more on track with um, what you were saying earlier. Your peers. So, what? It, obviously, you do a lot of features, and I, I'm looking at the music um, on my Spotify. I'm seeing bunches of songs that you collaborate with. When you collaborate on when you're doing a feature on a song with somebody, what's the first thought that comes in your head? Um, do you have is it, I'm gonna just come... is the come first on. thought. That's just real shit because I'm not gonna fucking go book a session and no. So that's my first thought is do they have the money for the deposit? The next thought is let me hear the song. The next thought is is this song actually like good or is this a mid? Um and from there, I still give every song, whether it's mid or good, I still give it my all, but I just know in the back of my mind, like, eh, we know that's gonna come out. It ain't gonna do, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, that's it's my thought process. It's not gonna make process. no noise, okay. Yeah, and I, you know, I try to like, I'll repost, but yeah, I mean, that just, I have to get back to that, because I, I almost feel like, okay, if I drop, quote unquote, such great music and then I'm promoting all these features where, okay, yeah, I'm only posting my verse, but then when they click the link and listen to the song and it's mid, like it's, it's, it's taking away from, you know, like I feel like um, if somebody wants to go listen to like God is Mikey feature, like I want it to be like a gym, like, oh, he doesn't do these often, but I know when he does it, it's going to be a good song from start to finish. I really don't enjoy anymore just doing the songs and taking the money and going about my day. Cause I feel like it does take away from the overall look of me. That's actually really interesting that you look at it that way. That's actually a really interesting way to look at it. Cause I feel like I have a slightly different outlook. The way you're saying it, I can see how you would come to that conclusion. I will say that from listening to your features, the way you go and how you just smash them, that in itself makes people want to listen to more of your music. So is that not, a good thing. Oh, it definitely is good, but I, I'm just basically I did some reflecting, and I was like, most of the most of the features that are out, the ones that actually released, those songs are good. They're listenable too, but like a lot of shit that comes in my emails that I just collect a check on, like those are the ones where I'm like, all right, let's relax. You know what I'm saying? Chill out, buddy. Not every, <laughs> not all money is good money. Like, so. I mean, these are verses. Like, these are all, like the thing is, these verses are good. They're good verses, and then like. For example, I could give somebody like a like that has a mid song. I could give them a hot verse, and then I go listen to some of my own shit and be like, "Damn, I could have put that verse on this shit." I'm over here giving y'all shit, and it ain't even gonna get no motherfucking stream. I'm just wasting my motherfucking time. So that's that's just real, and that's just how I feel. Like there are certain people I'll always collab with. Like um, I'm very cool with Dre Bay. I'm very cool with this boy named Jet Jeff, who's I think he's from. Uh, I'm just gonna say Texas. I don't know what city. Um, I actually, I think that's so funny. Yeah, he's he's Jet, dope. He's really Jet, cool. No, Jet Jeff is actually. So I, it was two people, two um, rappers left that I really wanted to have, and it was you and it's Jet Jeff. So I think that that's actually fascinating because he's yeah, he's probably dope. the next person I talk to. Yeah, he's dope. Everything's with him is very professional. The songs are good. Um, no weird shit going on with it. He's always just been really supportive. What is weird so shit? I like him. What, what's um, the weird shit? Just weird shit. Like, Do the girls be trying to fuck for a feature? Um, not that I... Uh, I had to think. Not that I recall. No one's ever, you know... No one's ever, like, um, propositioned themselves in that way for a feature. Um, but it... Weird shit could even stumble down upon to 
when I when I record in my studio, this is not like a rinky dink studio. Like we have all the tools, we have all the presets, we have all the plugins. And so like if I send a verse back to you and you don't have those plugins, it's kind of like if I send you a Photoshop file and you don't have the filters, you're just gonna get the regular photo and Photoshop is gonna tell you, bitch, you don't have these presets. So when I send stuff to, to certain people, oftentimes it'll be like they don't have the presets. And then when I hear the song come out, when I send them my stems to mix, my verse does not sound how it did. So weird shit like that, you know, whereas it would be simple to just say, hey, Mikey, I don't have these presets. Are you able to re-record with something else that I do have? Some just weird shit like that. It just goes back to work ethic. Um, I don't really enjoy collaborating with a lot of people because things just seem very thrown together last minute or just they're just winging it. And I don't feel like I'm at the stage in my life where I have to wing shit if I don't want to. I agree. No, like, I'm, I really agree with everything you said. And I think that that's actually really interesting. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, just, it's, it, there's things that happen. What, one thing that my friends always say about me, I'm not going to, like, if you ever catch me talking about something on Twitter and I'm being cryptic, something happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't just fucking make shit up out their motherfucking heads. So, like, weird shit like that, or just anything, like, I'll notice, oh, damn, I'm always retweeting this person's music, but they never retweeting my shit, or they never, you know what I'm saying, like, they don't ever say anything, but you're always in my DMs, like, what do you think of this song? And what, what should I do with my journey? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So you, you can fuck with me privately, but publicly, you can't fuck with me. And, and that's just, like, the weird shit of, of why, like, I just really wanted to just take a break and recluse and just let these girls have at it with themselves. Like <laughs> it gets it, it gets it gets an exhausting at a certain point. I'm just flat out ask. So you feel like you're the best of your peers? Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't I feel that way? Listen, I agree. Listen, I am so happy that somebody finally just stands on it. And this because a lot of people try it. to like this why I'm wiggle out it. of that type of question. No person. Of, I think I've worked with every. I think I've. Any person that you could possibly think of that is my quote-unquote peer or whatever, I've worked with all of them, and I've never been washed on a beat. So, therefore, oh. like, I'm very logical. I'm very logical. Oh. So, logic says if one plus one is two, then, bitch, if y'all bitches ain't ever bodied me on a beat, then I'm the best. And that's just facts. Like, no one's ever, like, going to make me feel bad about saying that. I know. I know when I play, when I work with these other people, I know the faces in the studio that are made when I play their parts. Versus when I get on it. I know the faces. I'm, I'm very fucking self-aware. I'm self-aware to know enough that my cadence is nice enough and smooth enough and I'm clever enough in my bars and my music that people fuck with me that I'm the best. I know that. I'm self-aware to know that. I don't make the average fucking rinky-dink. I'm that gay bitch. I'm that bitch. Yo nigga wanna fuck me. Yada, yada. I don't talk about shit like that. So by proxy, because my artistry is more vast, if you're, you know what I'm saying, if you're catching my drift, the topics that are in my music the stories that are behind my music, the production that is behind my music, the vision that is behind my music, all those things you can't even have a conversation with some of these people about. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I can, I can tell you, I can tell you when you ask me what Coke Classic is about, I can tell you what it's about. And if we really wanted to, I could go song for song about what this shit is about. But a lot of shit that I see that's getting put out is the, the normal. I'm that bitch. I'm... I'm gay and I'm fucking with niggas on the low. I'm doing all this shit. Like, okay, great. You can be great at that, but you cannot compare yourself to me because my topics are more vast. And that's just facts. All right. I, I, I've had this question that I think it's been a, something I'm very curious about. I see that a lot of gay rappers work with other gay rappers and it's a circle. Do you have songs with straight males? With straight rappers? Yes. Yeah. Um, my biggest quote-unquote quote biggest song that I had on my SoundCloud for a long time was this song called Regular with Guap Dad 4000. And then yes. I have other, yeah, so that's like my biggest one. It was, um, we, it was cool. Because I, I'm a Guap Dad fan and I've listened to your sound. I'm mad I missed. Yeah, I, I was going to put it on the actually. deluxe, but I genuinely forgot to. Um, I proofread everything over and over again and it still slipped my mind to put it on there because I never put it on streaming and that's one of the songs a lot of people know me of because Bob Dad was on it. Um, but yeah, I fuck with a lot of straight people, um, especially in Atlanta, like networking with them. As far as getting on songs with them, even the straight, like I'm, I'm way more pickier. With the gay artists, I work practically with anybody. 
with the straight artists, I do be picky with them because I'd be like, now y'all have all this privilege. There's no reason you should be coming mid. Your shit should not be mid. So I'm very, very, very picky with collaborating with straight artists. Guap that I just happened to like, this was before he even like really blew up. I think he had a couple vines or something where he was a meme, but I, I wanted to sample something he said in the beginning of my song. That's all I approached him about. And I was like, hey, can I sample this? And him being the type of person he is, he's about his money like I am. He was like, oh, well, you're gonna have to pay me $200 to sample. And I was like, hold on. Well, how much is it for a feature? Because if I'm gonna pay you for a sample. A sample? Let me see how I can get you on the I might as well just get you on a beat. And that's what ended up happening. So I ended up getting my sample and I ended up getting a verse from him. And so, I don't know. I just, I always saw it for him. I thought he was dope. Like, I knew he was gonna go into music before he even did music. I was just like, it's perfect for you to transcend into that. Like, based off just his brand and shit like that, I was like, that's perfect for him. So, yeah, um, I would definitely work with straight people. I know I really wanted to work with Rico Nasty. We, I did a show with her before. She's really cool. But it just never, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never came up with a song that I wanted to send her and be like, hey, I'm going to work with you on this. But, yeah. You have very good insight. Like, you're I will go ahead and give you this compliment. You, I'm not going to say the cliche you speak well, but you formulate your thoughts in such a way that it's actually really fascinating to talk to you. Damn. You're, and you're really candid. Like, I was actually not expecting you to be so candid. Okay. So. Can't nobody whoop me. Can't nobody whoop me. So. <laughs> All right. So, obviously, I, I don't even. I'm actually not even gonna bother to ask you that one. Damn, well, like I actually, you can ask whatever. I mean, I no, I have so many questions for you, but I'm like, hey, okay. So I've seen that you offer, you've offered. Um, okay, I've seen you have these moments on Twitter um, of banter with other artists. What has like? When do you say enough is enough of just having a back and forth? And you just finally come out and you just diss them. Um. Well. I don't really, mm, I really don't diss people. That's the thing. A lot of my stuff just happens to apply to bitches. And that's a common theme. I've only dissed one person. Um, any, any other situation on God that's ever arise between me and somebody else, something that I said in a song applied to them and they projected it onto themselves. And that I can't help. You know what I'm saying? But as far as me dissing someone, for one, you would have to have more of a following than me for me to diss you. Okay, um, hold on. Because I'm, I'm going to say that I've always been a huge proponent of beef up, not beef down. Not that there's a down, but like I completely agree with that. There oh, is a down because, I mean, the thing is, for example, if I diss this man walking down the street right now, what is anybody like? What are they going to say? Like, how are they going to connect to that? If I dissed every person that was a gay rapper, bitches would be like, who are you even fucking talking about? Who? 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 That's the problem. Like, when bitches roll up in my mentions or throw subtweets about, like, they take my lyrics personal, you have to be self-aware and realize, why would I be dissing you? Why? It's not like anybody... Um, but yeah, a lot of these people don't have followers or following any Like, why would I diss you? Just being real, who would know what they're talking about? Damn. That's just real. I mean, that's just, that's not even talking shit. Just realistically, like, if I diss this random person who has 200 followers and we have, like, no mutual following, if I say some shit in a song that's clever or diss to you, it's not even gonna hit hard because ain't nobody gonna know what the fuck I'm talking about. Now, if I diss, I don't know, I'm trying to think of somebody. Hypothetically, if I diss Jay-Z and said something about, you know what I'm saying? Like something about Jay-Z that people know, they would know, they'd be like, oh, that's about Jay-Z or that's about so-and-so. But if I, like, why would I diss some random bitch? Like what, what the fuck are you even known for? For people to even put two and two together to know that I'm dissing somebody. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I have to ask because, um, Obviously, I've seen you tweet and offer artists money. I can't remember the exact words of the tweet, and I don't want to misquote you. So I just would think that those type of interactions, I just want to know what, ha what has to happen for you to just decide to take it to the music. Like I said, you just have to be 
well known enough. <laughs> I mean, you would have to okay. You have to be well known enough, and when you do whatever to me that would make me want to diss you, it would have to get. It would have to make some type of noise, something like then. I could diss you, but like it just all logically, it just all goes down to if you're barking at my mentions, tweet after tweet, and you're only getting like the one like, oh, and that like is yourself, or you're only getting one retweet with comment, and that comment is yourself, or me quoting you, dragging you. What the fuck am I gonna diss you for? Like, what am I gonna spend my studio time dissing you niggas for? So I would rather pay you to do better. I would rather give you money. Um, and in that particular situation, I really, the thing is, I live a very, like, to myself life. So a lot of these people I don't think about. And it is very interesting to me in that particular situation when I did log on to Twitter and I seen everything unfolding. I was like, damn, that's crazy. Because in my heart of hearts, I know that I wasn't thinking about anybody. And I also know that this song that is making you subtweet me and go, you know what I'm saying, go crazy and say all these weird things about me on the internet was recorded like fucking two years ago. That'd be the crazy, that'd be the crazy part to me. So now listen, I have to, I'm just gonna straight, I'm just gonna ask you, I'm gonna shoot it straight with you. Now you record something two years ago, cool. You're living in a moment where it's once again relevant and then you opt to post it. Does that change the initial meaning behind when you what you wrote it about? No, when I wrote it, I wrote it. And that's the thing, like, you would just really have to spend a certain amount of time with me to realize the type of person I am. When I, this, it wasn't like I sat at my fucking computer and was like, this is the one to release right now at this time going with everything going on. There was multiple songs that I could have released. It just happened to be that that was the one that I chose. And even as such, it was, it was between that and like a slower song or something like that. And I was like, well, it's not really, I'm not really in a slow mood. I'm not in my feelings. So let me release this this freestyle um and that was it like there was nothing and i know it's really hard for people to believe that because people the world revolves around them in their heads but for me i really don't think of these bitches um enough oh god not bitches not the b word oh well just people i mean i don't you know what i'm saying i don't think of niggas people whatever like i don't think of them enough anybody that like nine times out of ten when i talk about music i'm talking about like i'll send my friends my music and be like this is my vision this is what inspired me yada 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 it's never like i'm texting my friends like oh yeah i'm gonna get this bitch today like no <laughs> i just log on to my soundcloud or my distributor's website and i'm like what do i want to release today like i'm very I mean, that's why another reason I'm taking a break like i can be very impulsive with releasing music if i like i was getting to a point where i was like damn I released something a little while. Let me just upload it. So it just so happened that that um, Missy Elliott freestyle was something, you know what I'm saying? That was just on my list of, I have thousands of fucking, like my notes is just full of thousands of songs. And it just literally was just random. Let's click this file of unreleased music. There's four choices. Let's go with this one. That's it. I get it. No. Okay. So I 100% get it. I would be doing a disservice, I feel like, to myself for not asking the question if I'm curious. Um, oh, yeah, and I'm definitely open to, uh, to answer. <laughs> you are. That's actually, it's really something I, like, I think I've said it multiple times now, but it's actually really something that's to be appreciated because there is a way of completely not answering the question and you haven't taken that option. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just not pussy like that, so... Um... <laughs> And it's not, the thing is, I could see if I was one of them people that just had no cooth and I'm just on here naming bitches and talking hella trash. No, I'm just stating facts. That's all that I've ever done. But I think that hearing somebody say something versus reading it, it you know, it, it hits differently when I'm saying stuff. Um, a lot of times when people see things that I say on Twitter, it really just ignites this bitch-ass spirit in them. And oh they God. just want to, <laughs> oh like, take it. They want to take it so personal. And I'd be like, bitch, if you knew, like, I have a monotone voice. Like, I'm a very chill person. If you knew how I was, re like, how this thought came in my head, you would know I don't give a fuck. But because you're the type of bitch that you are, that ain't got oh shit going God. on for yourself, you are oh. going to internalize. I mean, we all have friends like that that you know ain't doing shit. 
and they always looking to be in some shit because they don't have shit going on. So I don't know. Bitches just they think they're so slick, and it's just like a real smart nigga. Like I see, I see y'all already before y'all even see yourselves. How y'all motherfucking look? I can see it. Like I see through a lot of shit, a lot of bullshit, and people don't like that. I don't go along with the shenanigans. It's this is what it is. I mean, so because I always find the dating life of rappers fascinating. What is your dating life like? Uh, my dating life is stale. My dating life is like a tumbleweed going by <laughs> the wind. Um, I really don't. I, you know, I really do want like a man, and I want to have a family and all that shit. But I, I know, like, I'll never. Until I really, like, if I were to ever really decide to quit music, then maybe I could focus on that. But, like, knowing how much I love music, like, I just don't, as much as I want a man in a relationship and stuff like that, I know that I would not give it my full. (laughs) I don't do it now. Like, people are always just, like, I've fucking canceled on dates or people come into town and they think they're going to see me. And it's just like, damn, I would see you, but I have other things going on right now that are important. So, you know. No, and I get that. You you have the nine to five, you have the music, you have a lot going on. You perform, like, if we weren't in quarantine right now, I'm sure you'd, well, Atlanta's relatively open, so I guess that might be a little different. But you oh, no, do I'm, your I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere, let's be clear. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not getting coronavirus, but you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm weak. No, I'm but, saying. yes. No, I, I agree. Listen, I'm not going out unless I have to, because you're better safe than sorry. Exactly. So, I don't know. I just don't have time. Like, and Corona really just threw a wrench in my whole dating life, because I was like, damn, like, if I, if I, I find you attractive, I may want to hang out with you or something like that, but then I go on your story, and you're, like, in the club, and you don't even have a mask on, but you want to come over my house. But what? Like, no, sit your ass down. You need to quarantine <laughs> for two business weeks like i don't need to see you for a month that's how i personally feel and i don't give a fuck what these niggas think about it because at the end of the day i'm not catching coronavirus over no damn nigga like that's we're probably not even gonna talk again after we hang out or whatever the fuck we do like no i'm not risking coronavirus for you i agree you make so much sense listening to you like i i'm fascinated like I, I listen after listening to the music completely in depth and talking to you. I'm like, I get it. I I get it. I get what saying about you, and I get why you have the fans and why you get the love that you get. I'm just a real nigga, okay. And I'm trying to make some money out here and just live a different life and live a better life. That's all that I'm here for. Anything else? Can kiss my fucking ass, honestly. So. That's how people fuck with me. Okay. Thank you. Okay, first of all, actually, <laughs> before I let you go, describe the deluxe edition of Coke Classic in three words. Out fucking rages. Does that count? That, it does count. And that's actually, I've never had anyone do it that way, but that actually is the way that I would do it. Wow. Thank you so much for joining me in the honest room, Mikey. I really, truly appreciate it. And you've well, been thank a you for pleasure to me. talk to. And I just want to say, before I go, anybody's listening to this and you feel some type of way after, I don't give a fuck. That's all. <laughs>